<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Like I watched Fast and Furious the whole series again. <laughs> wow! It's, it's like my guilty pleasure, talaga. I love testosterone, explosions, cars. Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Tawalets. And I was supposed to record this intro yesterday. But because this interview was done with alcohol yesterday, I could not function at all. I miss youth. I miss youth where you could just drink the night before and the next day. Okay, kapay. You could just go to work, go to school, whatever. It's not like that anymore now. Uh, I don't want to take too much time in this intro because this interview was so fun and kind of long and it's fine. Whatever you're going to hear that we had so much fun in this interview because I interview I interviewed a friend for this podcast. She was one of my first students in TWI and we had gotten close over the past couple of years. And uh, yeah, I'm not telling you to drown your sorrows in alcohol or anything like that. I don't want to be the B.I. that tells you that. But so I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Mayi, a.k.a. MJ Bakiran from RX 93.1. Hello, listeners. I just want to say that this is a very, very special episode because this is the first episode where I and my guest will be drinking during yeah. the interview. Yeah. Can you hear that? That icy so, goodness. Yes. I love that. I am having soju and yakult. What are you drinking? I am having uh, whiskey and coke. I'm not wow. sure if that's a great combo, but it's what I had. So I'm just oh, going to go man. with it. Whiskey Coke. Yeah. What, what kind of whiskey? Jim Are we Bay. going local here? With Jim. I, I actually stole it from my dad's closet. <laughs> 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 he doesn't care. He doesn't drink this anyway. Know. So he doesn't care. What it's he fine. doesn't know. Yeah, whatever. So what have you been up to, Mayi? MJ, yes. what do you prefer we call you I, in this episode? I really, it doesn't matter either way because I only took on the name MJ because my bosses told me to. I really respond more to Mai, especially if it's right. people I know who are talking to me. And when people call me MJ, it's more like, oh, this person probably knows me from work or is a listener or something. But they just told me to pick another name that's not Mai because it could be butchered so many different ways. When you just hear it, it's like when I order coffee, when I say my yeah. name is Mai, it's always like, ma'am, come again? Or like, how do you spell that? So it's like, fine. Oh. MJ is just so make much it easier. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, you can What's... call me Mai or MJ. Sige, Mai. Well, that's how I met you. Because yeah, exactly. if my listeners don't know yet, I am a teacher at Third World Improv and Mai was actually one of the very first students to ever enroll in our improv school. Hey, Yay. you old girl. I know. It's like, <laughs> when I look at the third world improv community now, and there are so many students and so many people I don't know, it's like, wow, I feel old. Because when I graduated, I could literally name everybody in the community because it was so small at the time. And now it's like, In oh. fact, your showcase was in commune that's oh how my goodness remember it was so small it was literally just you and another team 
And that was it. It was an afternoon merienda. Now, when we plan showcases, it's like, ang dami, ang daming grupo, and, mm-hmm. you know, so many people are watching. It's so different now. Exactly. It's like you have to rent a theater and then have, like, two separate showcases because first mm-hmm. showcase, first half is, like, first levels, and then there's another one with the higher levels. It's like, oh, my goodness. This community is huge. Yeah, and it's Who great to thought? be one of the first, really. It's like we were yeah. the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. We How were. does that feel, though, that you guys were the <laughs> guinea pigs? Because I know that you guys are seeing, I know for a fact that you guys are seeing that things have changed. Even the mm-hmm. way teaching has been with you guys and the way teaching is now is also very different. What What's that like for you now that you, you know, you've been a teaching assistant? Then? Actually... I don't really have much to say about that besides that I'm happy that the curriculum has kind of like evolved into how it would be better for the students. Hmm. So when we went through the first few levels with our class, good shit, it's like a lot of things were the same, like the exercises and it was so familiar because, ah, yeah, we did that. That was fun. And the new ones, I really appreciate. Well, as a teaching assistant, it's like, oh, okay, this could have been done better, like this, like that. And even just to contribute to how much that's changed is totally fine with me because I'm pretty satisfied with how we were taught for the five levels. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no regrets because, like, hmm, it was fun. We learned a lot. And even I'm still in the community, naman eh, and I'm still learning through teaching also. Eh. So it's totally yeah. fine. And it's yeah. like when we're uh-huh. while we're teaching, it's like, oh, I'm also learning something new because of the different things you're teaching the newer batches of students. Yeah, but no, I remember telling you guys in your first few classes that I'm teaching, but I'm also learning from you. And now mm-hmm. you're kind of experiencing what that's like also from the other end. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. very interesting. How you haven't been performing much though, improv. Yeah, we have. Yeah. I haven't. Well, especially during the pandemic, we were actually on a roll already. We were kind of excited to go back to performing because I think it was January when Iwi or is it Wednesday at my improv group? We performed again at after the longest time. We yeah. went on hiatus for quite some time, and then we went back to performing at Pac QC and Snakes and right. Ladders. Uh, snacks and ladders, yeah. And then we That's collaborated okay. with Improv 1982, and it was so much fun. So we were on a roll, kind of. And then, boom, pandemic. It's like, okay, never mind. I know. Things have really changed. But when you... So recently, uh, Third World Improv actually had a 12-hour event called Fringe Prov. And I got you to host... Mm-hmm. The, yeah, one of the you. blocks with me. Yeah, of course, yeah. because we want you. We want you here, right? So yeah. what was that like for you? Let's talk a little bit about that 12-hour event. What was that like for you as someone Ooh. who has been absent for a long time and now everything is online? Actually, I was just really amazed at the logistics of everything because like everybody from the tech team, whoever was managing it, the stage managers, it was so smooth i didn't even think like oh you could do all these things all these processes of setting up an online improv festival because back then it was all live in person but it's still the same kind of fun only you just can't have physical contact or like do all the you know closely physical stuff but i was just really impressed at how 
so many good scenes came up still even with the limitations of like the zoom calls and the screens but sa, sa behind the scenes talaga ako na amazing it's like okay this ro- zoom room for all the performers of this block and then there's a new one and then it was so seamless and then communicate through the chat it, i was just mind blown it's like ang galing <laughs> ang galing so i was just really happy to see so many performers still and how everybody who worked hard on fringe prov can still mount an event despite being remote from each other yeah Amazing. and actually a lot of events have pushed through despite the pandemic have you been hosting any other online events as a dj or anything online, like that yes there have been a couple of online gigs i've done like uh, artists celebrating like maybe a new single out or oh. just some fan meets like they just want to you know go on a zoom call with their fans and even interviews on the radio a lot of artists were suddenly available during the pandemic because they're all at home and it was just right. so much easier to schedule with them actually since they're all at home and it's just through the internet which is great no traffic none no of traffic that. yeah no one's late you know or well <laughs> well <laughs> Not gonna say, Damn. but like <laughs> some people were still late, but it's all good. It's all good. It's uh, another way of communicating with people. It's another thing to explore maybe in the future after the pandemic's over. Like, ah, the available si ganto, pero pwede online. Edi, there's that option. Yeah, because it's all audio naman, right? Mm-mm. But what I love is, what I saw recently is you got the interview Mel C from oh the Spice God. Girls. That's yes, so insane. Did. It's like literally a dream come true. How did that even happen? I don't know. Actually, I found out the day before from my what? boss. And usually, they, the start of the week, they just share with us, okay, these are the interview schedules. This is whoever this show is interviewing. And it just so happened the day before I checked Viber. Okay, MJ, on your show, you have Melanie C. I was like, what? 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 I said, I freaked That's out. Insane. I was at the station at the time and I was jumping around. He's like, oh my God, Mel C. This is amazing. So Super dream come true. And like, if I could go back to the past and talk to my, my then Spice Girls obsessed self as a kid, yeah. If I told yeah. her, like, you will get to talk to Mel C. And little Mai would probably be like, whatever. Like, how? Like, huh? But yeah, but little Mai during the Spice Girls, I assume. Because I know I'm older than you. And the Spice Girls in my time was, I was grade four. So you were like grade one, grade two? Probably around that time. But uh, my goodness, it's still like amazing. And she was so nice. She was so sweet. She was so nice. And like, and I just had to tell her. I know it wasn't really part of the questions because of course you have guide questions. Oh, you have to ask about the new singles, blah, blah, blah. Kailangan ko lang talaga ising it is. Like when we were kids and you, you'd pick your favorite and when you'd play with your friends, you'd assume roles. And then I was like, I was Sparty Spice, okay? I am proud. <laughs> and that's naman siya. And it made, her, it made her laugh. And I was like, oh, I made Melcy laugh. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Mel- I I would say that if I were to interview someone and Mel C was one of them, talagang top of the list yon. I'd be like, guys, I got to talk to a freaking spice girl, like yeah. a spice girl. That's it's, insane. 
It's like definitely so far the highlight of my ra- quote unquote radio career because like oh my yeah. god, Nancy. Highlight of the man. pandemic for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, actually. I mean, like damn. after after the interview, like because you, you have to keep it together, right? You can you can be a level of fangirl in front of her, but you can't like go like crazy. So after, as soon as the interview finished, like I cried. I. <laughs> Like, oh my god, I got to interview Messi. Oh my god. I said I was freaking out because all my pent-up energy from interviewing her and trying not to freak out while she was there. But it's like afterwards, it's like, <laughs> and then my mom's like, oh, what's wrong? What happened? I was like, mommy, that was the interview with Messi. This was amazing. <laughs> and my mom was so excited for me too, because she's like, what? I used to buy you so much, you know, all those Spice Girls albums and all your T-shirts and I even had like a doll. Well, actually, I don't know if I have. Did it you have anymore, the Skechers? But... What was your Spice yeah, Girl dude. outfit? You had the Skechers. I, I had like the really high Skechers. Na ilang beses ako na tapilok at masaktan, <laughs> kasi sobrang taas nila. And like, yeah, since I was sporty Spice at the time, at yeah, it's like. Hindi naman sports bra kasi bata ka pa naman, di ba? But uh, I would always, you know those little necklaces or like um that you put here in your neck? The, like, like yung those choker na parang chains? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those black ones kasi uso nun. Yes. I would I would wear them on my arm because Mel C had, uh, had a, tatu- a tattoo. <laughs> like that. I remember that. I remember that tattoo. Oh my God. Yeah. So I would That's wear, insane. I would look for a small one and just like put it up my arm. And then of course, the really high sketchers and maybe like jogging pants or something sporty. Like, <laughs> that was fun. I know. And who else have you interviewed that you would say is in your top three? Because I know you get to interview Ooh. a lot of artists in your work. Hmm. Let's see. So I, I was actually also top of... Top of mind is Dave of Glass Animals, if you know the band Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. I was actually, yeah, I was actually a huge fan. And then we interviewed him, just Dave, unfortunately, not the whole band, but he was the lead guy anyway. And he was really cool. He was pretty chill. So that was fun also. And then, Sarap. you know, so, sometimes I end up fangirling. Medyo nakakahiya, but then I think... When you genuinely like the artist and they appreciate it when you tell them yeah. that you actually like the music. And parang syempre, it's good to actually know something about whoever you're talking to. Not just like asking yeah. generic questions. Eh. So it's like, oh, I'm a fan. Okay, you wrote this song and blah, 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 blah. And also telling them a few personal experiences with their music is also like fun to tell them. And you can see how they appreciate it that you yeah. really know about them. Uh, sino pa ba? I'm it, I'm blanking out right now, but I just <laughs> I guess another interesting one is Ding Dong Dantes. That's this was pre-pandemic pa. Okay. <laughs> Why so, was he on the radio? That's so odd. He was he was he was promoting a certain product that Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So he's promoting a certain product and yeah, he's a pretty chill guy, I guess. I think at some point I had a crush on him, like before when he was kind of like still more popular. When he was, I think at some point. 
Yeah, at some point. Hindi na. Pre-Marian. Pre-Marian. And like, now it's just like, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, I didn't interview him per se. <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> Andyan like, lang siya. Oh, nandiyan lang siya. It was actually another show interviewing Atom Araulio at the time. But I stayed. Because okay. I just stayed. I just wanted to be like, ooh, I'm around him. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm a fan. <laughs> and also, I know, ito last. Si Manila Luzon, if you watch oh, yes, RuPaul's the Drag, Drag Race. Race. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we got to interview her when I was still starting out. I wasn't even a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race at the time. Like, I didn't know. But my co-host at the time was a super fan. She's like, oh my gosh, it's Manila Luzon. We have to talk to her. But because of that interview, it was so fun. And Manila was so nice and very energetic and so lively. That was a great interview because like she would not run out of things to talk about. And she was just mm-hmm. so fun. And that's how I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race because I got so interested in this person. Like even probably if I was just listening to that interview also, I was like, oh, I'm curious. I'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race now. And yeah. I, I have watched all seasons so far now. Oh, you have? Parang yeah. I, I actually was not... I watched season one and I wasn't so into it. But then I watched the All-Stars one. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. But, you know, the people who watch were like, don't watch that. You're gonna spoil yeah. the one in the other seasons. But <laughs> yun yung na-enjoy ko eh. I felt like... I don't know. I felt like that was the most entertaining one. Season one was a little... Ano, for me. Okay yeah, because it was the... It was their experimental period. And it's like, syempre, right. w- when you watch it now in 2020, it's like the production value has improved so much. Because back then, right. para lang siyang ANTM when it started out. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. all the crappy filters or like, not so konting budget lang. Parang gana. I would suggest maybe six or five. Season five. Six? Yeah, season five or six onwards. And then that's how we started. I watched seven first, which was available on Netflix at the time. Yes. <laughs> and then onwards. And then, nung fan na ako, saka na lang ako nanonood ng earlier seasons. Okay. I'll probably start on that sometimes. Yeah. What have you been watching now on Netflix or other streaming platforms if you choose? Hmm. I've actually, I had to watch a lot of things thanks to the podcast I'm working on with my friend. It's called Saboteurs. Right. Oh, let's talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a let's movie podcast. About you. Yeah. A movie um, podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, we just have a movie of the week. Actually, I love how it made me masipag to actually watch something new because mm. there would be times that my co-hosts would suggest Something I haven't seen. So, and I have to watch it before we record. Or, you know how sometimes you're like, okay, this new movie came out. And especially if it's on streaming, it's like, ah, I'll watch it when I, when I feel like it. But this has actually right. made me watch all these movies. And it's just fun to talk about with my friends. Because that's how we wanted yeah. it. Naman eh. It's just like a group of friends talking about movies. It doesn't have to be like a highfalutin kind of podcast anyway. You know, it's not like, art house films or experimental right. films. Because when we started out, we were just like, we love talking about stupid movies over beer. So just okay. let's just record it and see where it goes. So it's like, ganun, ganun lang siya. It does, we don't really want to make it too serious because some, sometimes movie podcasts can get pretty serious. So mm-hmm. yeah, we talked about a lot of stupid shit, which is fun. <laughs> How do you decide what movie to watch? 
Wala lang. Some, when we started out, we were doing themes. Eh. Like, okay. Uh, that was when the pandemic hit. We started the podcast when mid-pandemic, around May. And there wasn't a lot of new content. So we started out with some themed episodes. Like one of us just names, like, if the theme is your guilty pleasure. So we just talk about our guilty pleasures and like that. And later on, when new content started coming out again, we would watch whatever's new or sometimes whatever we just felt like, even if it's not really current, whatever we just feel mm. like talking about. Kahit mga TV series, ganun. Um, we start. We only talked about TV series when during our first episode, our pilot, where what are you watching during this lockdown or pandemic? Right. And we mostly watch TV series at that point. But it would come up from time to time when we do our little update on, oh, okay, what's out? And we'll talk about series from time to time, but mostly movies. And it's been really fun. Yeah. Mulan was Mulan was so fun to trash. <laughs> oh, so it was bad because it I didn't bother. So I did not bother. Really? Uh, it's it's okay lang. Okay lang if you don't see it. Honestly, <laughs> yes. it's like you just want to forget it. Like most people mm. I know who saw, who saw it are like, eh, let me just watch the original animated Disney one to kind of cleanse my palate because that was <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Meh. Pang, no, Sobra. <laughs> but then usually it's the so pangit ones they're fun to talk about. <laughs> Ra- I no, yeah, it's it's really fun to trash stuff. Really, really. For some reason, more than more than praising things, it's really mm. more fun to trash stuff because I guess people are more passionate about hate and stuff. Like that. I guess, and we're all pretty stressed, right, and anxious right now. So yeah. I think it's just an outlet for. Everything else that's going on with you inside your head. Nalalabas mo siya. Exactly. Grabe, no? Grabe. Everybody's developed some new sort of anxiety during this pandemic. This is such a first yeah. in this in my lifetime. In my Same. 34 years of living. It's so insane how different 2020 is. But what I like about it is even if the pandemic has sort of brought about all these negative things. There have been a few positive things. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been kind of discovering a little bit more about themselves and, and things that they like to do. What are some things that you've gotten into during the pandemic? Ooh, um, I have dif- I've had different phases. It's like at okay. one point, pre- When I see phase one. Phase one was, okay, I'm going to do something great and productive with my time. I'm no. going to learn something. So that was the time I took an online course, a free online course. That Solid. was it was um it's called Justice. It's, it was wow. like a philosophy slash law kind of <laughs> kind of course. Damn. You got so, serious. It's like, it's like I got serious. As in, I had the notebook, I had notes, I was jotting things down. And it was it was fun, even though the topic is kind of serious. And then it made me realize, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> because of all these because they give you all these scenarios of how how um governments can govern their citizens. Alam mo yun, like different ways right. of leading. And it's like it just points me to like how, you know, our Hello. 
Yes, like everything's yes. great. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. And um, although the interesting part there is you get different perspectives, at least. Mm-hmm. So that was the serious part. And then I ended up having to cram it because mag end na yung course. And then after that, sobrang info overload that is, oh my God, I'm gonna do something like stupid lang or just like, just binge watch on my couch kasi sobrang napagod yung brain ko. So I had a yoga phase. So that's phase, phase two. Yeah. Phase two was ano, phase binge. Two. Yeah. Phase two was like watching stupid movies. And I think that's where pod, um, Sabatour started also. Like we yeah. would start talking about our guilty pleasures and we'd just watch more and more and more of our guilty pleasures. Like I watched Fast and Furious the whole series again. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's like my guilty pleasure talaga. I love and like, testosterone, explosions, oh, cars. If you know, exactly. So yeah, a lot of that. And then there was a fitness phase where I did yoga wow. almost every day. Ordered these weights that I could use for yoga. And then I saw that a... they're so nice, the pink ones. <laughs> the, yeah, the the, the yeah. blue ones. They're blue. A blue and, pala, and, sorry. Yeah, you can challenge yourself while you know doing the usual yoga pose. And it's like two pounds, pero ang hirap din niya if you incorporate it to yoga. I'm and sure. then yon. Since I immersed myself in that, do, did that every day, na burnout then, so I ended up doing oh, something else. So you're not doing it anymore. Well, I for not sparingly na lang, not as often as okay. when I started. So okay. I have this pattern. I get super into something and then leave it for a while because I get tired. Phase three is yoga. All right. Yeah, all right. and then there was there was a short journaling phase. Oh, <laughs> bullet journaling or like three point five. <laughs> or like trying to embrace whatever's happening around me or like having a gratitude journal looking for something positive to you know yeah. in every day and then ano pa oh something consistent though was playing <laughs> was playing call of duty with my um <laughs> with, my your what, with your and my uh, boyfriend, fine. He joins then. So, I was in, gonna say. Almost every night, we would play Call of Duty kasi doon din lumalabas yung anger namin and anxiety. It's like, brr, 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 kill people. And it's quite satisfying. Brr, brr. Exactly. So yeah, that f- phase is still ongoing. And I'm sure you can relate to this other phase. Okay? Oh, I already know. <laughs> yes! I already know. Like, Aaron and I recently have been talking with some of our third world improv peeps about how much we, we have love groups. Yes, we, we do. Groups. We have a Blink group. We have an ARMY group, BTS. Oh my God. Thank God for them. I swear. I know. I know. You didn't get into them right away, no? Because Dynamite no. came out mid-pandemic. And that's mm-hmm. when I got converted. That was my conversion song. Where it's a lot of like, people's conversion song, actually. Yeah. Because I, I, B-Bai, B-Bai is, uh, for the listeners, B-Bai is my friend who is also from Spit. She does improv as well. She's been trying to convert me for the past two years. Okay? <laughs> wow. So she'd, be, she'd be like, Aaron, why don't you listen to this? You listen to this. And in my head, I'm like, seven guys? That's too much. That's like, I cannot invest in getting to know the names of seven guys it's too much i said the same at the start right 
And I was like, they, the they all kind of look like they all kind of look like Dar Uy. Dar Uy is another <laughs> improviser from Third World. Oh Info. yes, they Shout do. Shout out to Dar. So I remember Bibai on the second day that that Dynamite came out. She goes, Aaron, you should check out this video because it's only the second day that it came out and it has four million views. And I was just like, wait a minute. Damn. Four million views in one day? That's mm-hmm. crazy. So I checked it out. And I remember messaging Biba. I'm like, I love this song so much. But all I see is Dar Uy, Dar Uy, Dar Uy, Dar Uy. Blonde Dar Uy, pink hair Dar Uy. It's like all Dar Uy. And then she's laughing. And she's just like, yeah, yeah. But it's a good song, right? I'm like, yeah, it's a good song. And then I went into a hole of like, it's a rabbit hole. really good. It's yeah, so intense. Okay. It is. I don't know how they do this. this it's just it just groups. snowballs, diba. It's like yeah. you're, cur- you're curious, and it starts like this little ball that could fit in your hand, and then you roll it down the snowy mountain, and it causes an avalanche. Eventually, my God. Oh, oh, what was your conversion song? Because you came oh. in like three weeks ago or four weeks ago. <laughs> a, li- a little more, na man. A little like, more. It's, I think okay, it's okay. been over a month. Okay, okay. <laughs> Over a month, not not so that long. Five either. weeks, five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Around that time. Okay, so I've been familiar with BTS ever since their songs started playing on the radio. Because we had to play their songs. It's new singles, yeah. and they come out. And at first, I was like, "Ano ba to? Di ko maintindihan yung lyrics nito. I mean, it's catchy, Clearly. but it's like, uh, I don't understand. And then, yeah, fine. I'd find some songs catchy, but I never really got to know the members. That's where it all started, eh? When you get to know the members, na, and then it's yeah, like you the know their names, point. or even yeah. the fact that you have one favorite. When you have one favorite, yeah. you're kind of like, exactly. I need to know this favorite's name. You exactly. Know what I mean? So for me, I've been technically I've been listening to BTS for years already since they've already had songs on the radio. The sobrang nakukulitan pa ako sa fans nila at the time. They would flood our Twitter, especially when a new one comes out. Please play BTS! Please play the song by BTS! Tapos parang, ano ba yan? I was like, grabe naman them! Grabe naman them! <laughs> grabe <laughs> naman them! <laughs> Konya na na! And now it's, it's an like, us! Grabe naman us! <laughs> and I used to think like, don't you guys get sick of tweeting every single day about the same freaking song? And don't you get sick of hearing it over and over and over again? So that was, it was like that for quite some time. And then the songs got catchier. I started enjoying um, Boy With Love with Halsey. Yeah, and then when dynamite finally came out and people were starting to get converted one of my good friends and co uh, radio jocks kasi si Rika siya bigla siyang na-convert as in biglang naging obsessed siya and like i'm one of the few people like she gets to see now during our pandemic shift now cuz like we can't really have all the hosts of one show together so Usually, she'd come before me, and then she'd start talking about BTS. She's like, Mom, she have to get into this now, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, sure. I mean, the songs are catchy, but it's like not a big deal to me. It's like, it's not enough for me to check out the members. And then she's like, she starts talking with another office mate about it, and they have favorites and little bit this and that. I gusto ko si Gento. Then they started ranking, and I was like, oh my god, who are these? Matang dami. And then just one afternoon, or like I had a free night, I just YouTube 
how to tell BTS members apart. <laughs> because ah! there are those intro there are those intro videos, right? So it's like I would quiz myself. I would just say, okay, I want to learn their names just to expand my knowledge. Let's say I have to talk to the listeners and at least I'd know which is which, right? And then, wala na. Yun na. And then, I started to learn how to tell them apart. And then, I had a crush on Jungkook na. Ayun na. Wala na. Snowball na. Once you have a favorite. You're right. Once you have a favorite, it's like downhill from there. Well, uphill. That's it. Or whatever. Either way, it's it's fun. It's a fun (laughs) rabbit hole to be in because they're so beautiful and talented. Yeah. So, So I have to say... Mm. that my very first bias, first of all, I didn't know that you call your favorites <laughs> bias, but uh, it made yeah. sense to me after because yeah. why would you have a favorite if all of them are perfect? You're just biased <laughs> to one person, right? Yeah. So my very first bias was Jungkook because mm-hmm. in Dynamite, he kind of stole the show. He was uh, the so gorgeous beautiful. one. Yeah. And then I looked him up. And then I saw he was born in 1997. And then I was like, hold up. This is gross. I'm going to move to... And then so I looked up, who's the eldest? That's why Jin is my bias. Because he's the most age appropriate. Although now, I don't give a shit anymore. Now that I'm single, I have no morals. Jungkook is slowly crawling up again. I don't care. 97, bring it on. Bring it on. Was Jungkook your first bias? Like, yes. since the start? Still, still is. He still Beautiful is, actually. Because he's just so talented. He can reach those. As in, when I f- figured out that he was the one doing the high notes and, like, the smooth, croony kind of, like, vocals, it's like, ooh, that's so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and then you add the dance moves, but it's like, ooh. <laughs> So I know it's kind of wrong. Like he is younger, but I don't know. It's like mm, I can't Who cares? help how I feel. <laughs> and I have I'm glad. No morals. I know it's like fine, but like eventually, the more you get to know them, the more videos you watch. It's like oh, every single person has his own charm yes. and his own talent or his own forte. So it's like oh, okay, you end up loving all of them. And it's so yeah. much more fun now because, like, our listeners already know that I'm army. Luwabas na siya, as in na ilabas ko na. And it's just so much fun now how we interact more. Because before it's like, okay, here's your song. Now it's like, okay, here's your song. I'm so excited to hear it too. <laughs> it's like I'm so happy to be playing it for you. And if before it's like, okay, this song again. It's like, okay, this song again. Yay! <laughs> There's another Iba, level no? of excite- excitement talaga because you really relate to them. And it's like, okay, I get it. I totally get it. I don't. I get why you want to listen to this song every single day. And I get why you want to wholeheartedly support them by just like making the effort to tweet every single show that you want to hear this song. It's like, okay, gets. And I'm glad because they also respond eh, when you play mm. their song and you give them a shout out they're so happy they're so like we were saying diba like army is such an accepting fan base and it's super. like super super diba and they're very warm and if you play their song they're gonna be so grateful they're gonna start tweeting you like thank you so much you made my day especially those na they're in their cars they send us videos and then they send us <gasps> like 
Um, oh, like, oh, BTS is playing now. Thank you, DJM James. You made my day. Just hearing like you made my day is kind of fulfilling. Like even if to you yeah. before it's like okay, I'm just playing a song, but now you get it. Like if you're a yeah. fan, you know how much it means to you to even just hear it on the radio without you expecting it. Yeah. So here I get and it I now. And I love the fact that it just super elevated Asia. BTS and Blackpink just yes. put Asia on the top. It's not even like they they put Asia on the map. No, they. I don't even listen to American music now. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. So I'm at a point now where I get it. I'm listening to all Korean music, including Korean R and B, and I'm in love mm. with this one guy. His name is Dean. You should check him out. Dean. Okay. Yeah, on, on Spotify. Like, check him out. Okay. He's so beautiful. D-E-A-N. D-E-A-N. And the thing is, I recently got guilty because I was like, all right, so I love K-pop. I love everything. But maybe I should localize it a little more. And mm-hmm. I should listen to some of the stuff here in mm-hmm. the Philippines. And I've super been into Kanto hip-hop. Like, I got <laughs> yes, into a I black remember. hole. I remember your batang pasaway face. Right? So this was teaching us. But there's more stuff now that's coming out. And I'm just like, wow, amazing. Do you play Alice on Shore? No, actually we don't. We've been trying to inject a lot more of local music now. Also, especially Mm. the hip-hop scene. Because now you have the band. So good. Yeah, but yeah. it's more hopefully more of that local stuff gets in gets regular radio airtime because it's oh, it's okay. great actually. We have so much I, I, I went into a Kanto hip hop black hole just the other day. <laughs> so yeah. I started with this one song that I heard on Spotify called Tamis by um Alison Shore. And it's dangerous because whenever I play it dangerous now, talaga. It's dangerous. I can't listen to it just once. Minimum three times in a <laughs> row. In a row. Damn. Okay. okay. I'm in love with this guy. And I, then I started watching his YouTube videos on how he writes music. Grabe talaga. So good. And we have so much talent here that I'm just like, you know what? If I'm so in love with hip hop, I might as well be listening to Philippine music as well. Because yeah, it's, just, it's just as good. It's so good. It is I'm in love really with good. Music. Um, and I actually remember, like, Rika, my friend, who also got me into BTS, she dragged me into one of these uh, Pinoy hip-hop gigs in Makati before the pandemic. Ooh. And like, grabe! Saya! Like, I didn't know a lot of them, but I I just learned a lot of new, talented, amazing people while we were watching that gig. And it was something that I wish mainstream would explore a little more. And right I think now, we will. Like, yeah, hopefully. I think we It'll will. get there. It'll Do get you there, see hopefully. it becoming... Kasi parang for me, I feel like pumupunta na dun because people are starting to appreciate uh, K-pop and all of that. So feeling ko, mas umaangat na rin yung Philippine music. What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think it's something that can reach American mainstream? I'd love for that to happen, actually. um, Ben and Ben actually was nominated for an EMA recently like <gasps> Europe Music Awards so Europe Damn. Europe Music Awards so we're getting there well some bands at least yes we have a lot of talented bands now and folksy mm. singers and even like our current number one right now is from a duo called Lian and Nara 
Oh they're, my god, uh, I love Liana Nara. Yes, they're they're currently number they've been number one on our hit list for like three weeks now, and that's a really good sign also that local music is really starting to boom. And especially now, like more artists have been more creative with how they've been making their music. They don't have to go all the way to the studio. They find really resourceful ways of recording in their bedroom and it somehow yeah. works. Yeah. So like Dami talagang talented, even like whatever genre, tingnan mo, like, just pick a genre, like, yes, okay, there will be a really, really good local act there. So, sana, it takes off also. It's not like K-pop levels na big production value and stuff, it's just more Kasi gonna... Kasi dami nilang be... pera, wala exactly. pera yun, yun eh. Yeah, like K-pop is government-funded, right? Yeah! Like, at some point, so... <sighs> Uh, I wish. I really wish more artists would get more support. So the more they yeah. get played on the radio, the more they get streamed on streaming platforms. That's great. That's amazing. So support, Agreed. support lang. Let's just keep streaming or requesting. Actually, uh, one way to really get them on the radio is just keep requesting. As in, mangulit kayo if you're a huge oh. fan. It's like it'll really get the attention of all the DJs, and then we can like bring it up to our bosses that Superiors. like hey. A lot of people are asking for this song. Don't sleep on this band. Like, they're doing great. So that's one way. Like what the army did. It's like, yeah, for they real. They just started right? requesting for every single day and then it grows on you and then now you're one of them. Exactly. Like we. we. We are army. Because yes. I saw an article of David Foster and he David basically Foster. said... David Foster, si Lolo David, he actually said <laughs> na um, Filipino artists need to be in the Billboard charts the way the K-pop artists are because he's been here and he's seen the talent. Diba siya yung mm-hmm. nag-manage kay Charisse Pempeko and stuff Oh, like yeah. So to have someone like that say something about Filipino artists is already a big thing. And I, mm-hmm. I do hope that our artists rise up to that level. It's just, it's really just the money. Honestly, yeah, like K pop has production that's just mm-hmm. beautiful because of all the budget that they have. Exactly. They can afford all these amazing sets and all these high priced production equipment and whatnot, all these studios. Like, heck, they even have money to house people in a dorm and train right. them for years. Right. It's like, ugh. I wish, I really wish more people would support local music. Because, like, we have the talent. We definitely have the talent. We do, we yeah. do have the talent. That's a wish, yeah. definitely. So, um, I th- actually think we can wrap up with this. So, do you, wow. do you have anything? I know. Bit- it's only <laughs> bit it's then, like, right? I feel like we've just talked about BTS for, like, half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure. I know, and it's like but improv like this and then BTS like this. I don't know, but it's 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 I, that's how it is. I mean, that's where we're at. <laughs> exactly. Is there anything that you want our listeners to know about you? Like, um, are you promoting anything? Do you want them to listen to your show? What time is your show? Anything like that? Oh yeah. So um, you can to well actually um. Right now, during the pandemic, our schedule is pretty jumbled. So I'm a oh. DJ on Monster RX 93.1. There are days where I'm on from 4 to 7. There are days where I'm on 6 to 9. It's like we're just trying to adjust to everybody being able to board in a rotation to go to the station. So eh, 
Oh, so you go. Own. You don't do it yeah. from your house. Uh, we, there are days that we go. Um, we go there thrice a week. And then the rest is work from home. So, you know, wonders of technology, Zoom. Mm-mm. And like one goes to the station. Like if you're partners, one goes to the station and one works from home. And then it's a rotation. Yes. So that's why the schedules are kind of jumbled up. So in general, around four to like nine-ish sometimes. <laughs> Basta late afternoon, hanggang gabi. Like, uh, that's where you can tune in. It's 93, 93.1. And, Monster. Um, Monster. <laughs> Should I do the radio voice like that? Yes! Do the radio accent there. Oh okay, listeners, just letting you know, since I've known Mai, she has not it's had weird. an accent. I know. It's and then weird. I visited her in a studio one time and she was doing her thing. And I was just like, Mai, why are you talking like this? Because I got it. You got to, you know, put on this. I get not really persona. Sometimes I'm still myself. Like, lumalabas tong side na to. Like, bleh. Right. <laughs> like, this weirdo <laughs> side. But, yeah. In general, if you just like, want to talk straight or something like that, or bleh, I'm like, it's weird eh. I'm a different person around Aaron. Totoo. Totoo. <laughs> like, it, it, when I saw you DJ, I was just like, Sander, Sander. <laughs> right? Sinian. It's like, bleh. No, but, it's, think of it like, there's Beyonce and there's Sasha Fierce. <laughs> correct. Just kidding. Correct, like correct, you, correct. You kind of have like to put on a certain persona at some point. So at least character work, if I could. Yes. I know. Absolutely. You know, be flexible. Childish Gambino it, versus Donald yes. Glover. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. so if you guys are tuned into the radio, just hit us up. <laughs> I see Aaron's face. <laughs> It's 93 point. It's Monster RX 93.1. My name is MJ, and you can tune in on the Wild and Wicked Snack with me and DJ Tom, usually around four to like nine ish. Depends on the day, but what are you just you'll find me there on the radio. So only on Manila's hottest Monster RX 93.1. So, yeah. so weird. So weird, the bus. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've got the Sabatours podcast. Um, yes, you can go check it out on your favorite streaming platforms. It's a podcast with me and my friends. We just talk about movies and uh, yeah, just have fun with it. Just like your friends, if just like you're with your group of friends watching movies and talking about them, just exactly like that. Love it. So thank you so much, listeners. I hope you enjoyed today's Lessingera episode of <laughs> Tawalets. And I hope you tune into next week's episode as well. Uh, bye. Yay. Yes. I can thank you, Arian. Yes, that was fun. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>